0: Hello and welcome to the Rooted in the Really Real podcast. Get ready to go on a journey of knowledge, growth, healing, and prayer, rooted in our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now let's dive in. We are back after a two-month hiatus, it's, little break.
1: It's good to be here. I've uh, I've I've missed this time, this quality time together, where you and I just get to share. Uh, just a little bit about our own journey of faith and, and to walk with other people.
0: You jumped right in. You're uh, ready.
1: I can't help myself.
0: <laughs> we're Ashley and Father Steve.
1: And we're here to talk about <laughs> being rooted in the really real.
0: Ooh, We've missed this, hearing our own voices, recording. It's been fun. Father Steve's laugh.
1: It has been fun. I
0: think every episode has like a long chuckle from you in it, you know? You know,
1: I. it's just a blessing. It's a blessing of our time together. And just seeing how the Lord just moves in, in both of our lives and and the gift of the friendship. It's like such a gift of friendship to be here with you and to, to to walk this journey together.
0: Yeah, so we did take a little break just because summer is busy, busy schedules and stuff, but we're ready to jump back into it. But I was thinking before we just plow straight into a new episode, a new series of episodes, that we kind of have a moment that we have an episode to kind of take a step back and to survey the field of what we've done, what we've accomplished, where we've gone so far, where we've been, and and just kind of look at before this break, what is the big picture here and like what are we trying to focus on? Do you want to take us down that road?
1: I'll start, and uh, please, as always, jump in. We began with the topic of story for a really important reason and that is that there is one story of our salvation. There's one story in salvation history, and all of us are meant to be a part of it. This this story of salvation history, of of Christ entering into the world, uh, taking upon himself our sins, dying for us, rising from the dead, ascending into heaven, and then inviting us into this communion with him, the Father, and the Holy Spirit through baptism, is the great story. And each one of us have a story that Christ wants to to take into, up in himself to 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 bring into himself so that you and I can also participate in this story of redemption, this story of salvation. And that the memories and the experiences and the places of hurt or pain themselves can be redeemed. And this is this is what's so important is that the story that you and I have is a real story. And and they're not it's not just one story. I mean it is, but it's also a bunch of little ones. And each of these little stories have somehow impacted us or somehow formed us or shaped us in the way that we think about the world, the way we think about life, the way we respond to stress. From story, we went into prayer because once we are able to to be honest with ourselves about our story, about what's happened in our lives, then we have to learn how to relate and share that story with God. Uh, He already knows it, but it's our learning how to share with Him and how to receive from Him through our daily prayer. Through that time that we spend with him, and in many ways that we we just kind of waste with him as we waste with a good friend of laughing and being together. And then from from t- prayer and and lectio and how do we rest in the presence of the Lord? And then we looked at identity, like who we are, right? Because as we spend time with the Lord, uh, it reveals to us who we are in Him. As our relationship grows, we begin to discover more and more how God sees us, not how the world sees us or tells us how we should be, but God begins. God makes Himself known, and, and He begins to, to help us see where, where different aspects of our story where we thought was one way, but is actually a different way because we've allowed the Lord into these relationships with us. And then from knowing ourselves as sons and daughters, or really growing into this true belief of being sons and daughters, we look at uh, how to forgive because we've all been hurt. And then from forgiveness, we move uh, to what I thought was really an important part, um, which was different attachment styles. Because this is how our stories are, have played themselves out. It's how our stories and our experiences of self-protection, of self-reliance, uh, have played themselves out in the world around us.
0: And you know, all those episodes on attachment are our most downloaded episodes, too. I think people really like everything that's in that. You know, There's a lot that we can learn about ourselves and kind of understand how we interact with others. And it's just a lot of good stuff that's really hard to sit with. But I think it's really powerful, all the attachment, all that's within attachment, because it, I think, immediately creates this like response in our heart. We're like, we need to sit with the Lord with it because it's bringing up memories. It's bringing up, like, why do I do this? Why do I have such a strong reaction to what somebody says? And it's like, oh, like, there's a lot, a lot here. So I think those are really powerful topics to kind of sit with the Lord, not to dig on our own and just like try to change ourselves and fix ourselves. But there's something really powerful in attachment. That was really good, Father Steve. Just went through like you just went through all of those, and you weren't even looking at the list. You just know, you're just like, I love this podcast.
1: <laughs> I do, I do, and it's it's the story of it's the story of our lives. It's the, it's the work of spiritual direction. It's the work of formation. It's the work of, it's the work of any soul that's on a journey of healing.
0: Yeah, we had a couple other episodes in there um, on Christian friendship and emotions afterwards, but then we spent some time going through St. Ignatius's modes of discernment, um, his rules for the discernment of spirits, spending some time on discernment and vocation, which was good. Um, And then we just, we spent a lot of time, a lot of time, about six months, the last six months on Ralph Martin's The Fulfillment of All Desire, which I can't even believe we're like done with that. That was like, there's a lot in there and we'd barely touched on a lot I think that we could have talked about. There's just so much wisdom that the saints show us on the spiritual journey. But I think we covered a good a good overview there of of the three stages of the spiritual life, the purgative way, the illuminative way and the unitive way. And I was pretty happy with those. I thought that was a, that was a good place good it was place great. to be.
1: It was great for me to to go back through them again and to sit with the Lord there and, and recognize, oh yeah, this isn't linear though. And right, it's, it's not linear. And I think so often we think about it being linear, but the Lord breaks through in different ways at different moments in our lives. And so it was a really good reminder for me uh, as I read through that and as we shared about where the Lord is working and moving. There were a number of times I would go to pray after an episode and just be like, okay, Lord. Like, this is good, and this is hard, and I'm grateful to have this opportunity uh, to share with, with all of the, all those listening, but also just to, to be with uh, and to share with Ashley uh, as we process ourselves, um, our own experiences of these episodes as we go.
0: Yeah, I think it has been really powerful for us and, and just good for us to make us kind of stop in our tracks and our busyness and reflect. And it does bring up things that we need to share with the Lord, because we usually are recording these episodes after you have a busy day at the office, or you just get off a plane from going somewhere because you're always traveling, or I'm having a crazy day with all my kids and they're all screaming or something. And it's like, all right, let's record an episode. And it's like, we got to stop. We have to acknowledge what's here. We're talking about this stuff. It's We don't get to escape anything that we're talking about. It's all like very relevant. And it's it causes us to reflect, you know, and and sit with the Lord and be like, oh yeah, there's a lot here. Like, and it's always very timely, you know, like when we were talking about the attachment episodes, like there's a lot of stuff coming up with both of us. When we were talking about discernment and just those, uh, that Ignatian spirituality, I felt like that was very fruitful in our own prayer. Um, Friendship and the imagination, all these different things. And just going through those last maybe 10 to 12 episodes on Fulfillment of All Desire, it was just a good reminder of of what the saints have for us and this wisdom here and, and just how there's always more that the Lord's inviting us to in the spiritual life. It's just, it's been very, very good. I've been enjoying it all.
1: And I think what's so important about us taking this step back is that having walked through the fulfillment of all desire, we we need to remember, like, where are we, right? We might think, like, well, the saints are already there, like, they're already in this place. But, like, there's this invitation from the Lord to remember that that you and i are on this journey with them and that we're we're here in this time uh, we're here in this time because christ wants to meet us in this moment that we're not we're not uh too far away from him we're not separate from him, but he, like, he wants to meet us in this moment right now because he has something for us he has something for you and he has something for me and 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 what is that something but it's it's an invitation to encounter an invitation to experience in a new way, his presence, wherever we find ourselves.
0: Yeah, I think the, the big mistake is just assuming that most of what we see is, is what's happening. And it's just kind of our day-to-day and like, God's there waiting for us, the Lord's present. And like, when we have a few minutes to pray, he's there. But you know, like, there's not a whole lot happening there. But the whole point of rooted in the really real, what we're trying to focus on with this idea from Mere Christianity and C.S. Lewis is what what's really real is this whole how the spiritual life is like existing with us. It's not, it's not like separate lives, you know, like we have a whole spiritual world and everything that it contains that is beyond what we can see right in front of us. You know, so if you go to your like nine to five job or you're in school all day, That's not all that happened that day. You know, like, there's so much happening that's beyond us and beyond what we can comprehend and that we're aware of. We want to take this step back to remember, like, yeah, like, the the saints, they were at points in their life that we're at, too. Like, that there's just, there's something, there's always something more. And just to continuously have that humility to remember that, like, we don't have it all figured out and it's not all up to us. And, like... I just want to be done, you know, with the self-reliance and the control and like thinking it is all about me, thinking that I'm the one who has to get through my day and cross all the things off my to-do list. And then that I had a good day, like I want it to be so focused on the Lord, like he can have everything, you know, like that's that's the point is to have this relationship, to grow in this prayer, to have relationship with others and, and to learn more deeply of his love.
1: Well, I think that's so crucial, right? Because I, I think of my own life and how often I allow how I sense things are going to dictate how I feel. I allow whether or not I feel like I've accomplished enough or really any of those things to, to say whether or not today was a good day or not. But the reality is, is if you and I uh, believe in our baptism, if we really trust that, that God has claimed us as his beloved sons and daughters, and this is a big ask, right? Because the world tells us this isn't the case. But the church says, no, like as soon as you were baptized, the Lord says and spoke over you that you are good, that you are mine, that you belong, that, that you and I, we we find ourselves our our true selves in the Lord. So that after we were baptized, whatever happens in the world, the Lord has permitted for us to encounter him, for us to grow in relationship with him. He doesn't mean that he, he always wanted that for us, right? Because, I mean, how would you justify suffering, right? That's not, the Lord doesn't want suffering for us. But he invites us to share with him the suffering we're going through the difficulties we're going through the the struggles we're going through so that he himself can be at the center of it and lead us through and bring us out and bring us into deeper intimacy and relationship with him and so in my own in my own work in the vocations office right you can imagine uh, maybe you can imagine just you know what that might be like with the ups and downs of the guys and the struggles and 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 the successes. Uh, there can be a lot of disappointment or a lot of a uh, pressure that i place on myself and and though the lord keeps asking me he's like well who's in charge of this office who's in charge of of your home who's in charge of of your work right and i would always look at the lord and be like well lord you are but by that i mean like i really am and i just want to show you the finished product so you can tell me i did good and the lord the lord's really challenging me he's saying stephen like you can't you can't keep Pushing yourself this way, you can burn yourself out if if you don't allow me to be God over all that you're doing. And there's a great humility that the Lord is inviting me to here that I don't really like. I'm not gonna, because uh, I want to be in charge. And Lord's like, well, you can't be in charge. It's beyond your control. And and it goes back to. um what, what Ashley uh, and I would talk about earlier, it goes back to this notion of, like, do we believe in in the gift of our baptism? Do we believe in the victory of Christ, that Christ has already brought about in our lives?
0: And I think it also goes back to just, do we believe God is who He says He is, right? Because you, you just say yeah, everything you're speaking of, it's it's bringing up this this, like, fire in my heart of, like, I don't want to waste my whole life just – trying to control everything you know like it just it gets really boring and and tiresome and yeah you are going to be really busy with stress and there's all this stuff happening and it's like we there's this constant game we try to play to like try to control it all try to take care of it all um we we convince ourselves and and satan tries to convince ourselves that we can do it you know we could just we can manage it all and it'll be okay we won't need to go to the lord and we can't have this finished product. We could present it to him, but it's just like such a mess. And I want to I be done with it. You know, like I know, like, are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm just laughing because I
1: want to be done with it too. <laughs> In my mind, it's like, it could be easier if I was done with it. And the Lord's like, but then you wouldn't need a Savior.
0: Well, right. So to be clear, I'm not trying to be dismissive of the healing process. I'm not trying to be insensitive to the growth that we need. I know that the Lord meets us where we're at and I can't, just dismiss all my weakness but but there's a yes I want to give to the Lord that I know I'm like essentially incapable of making because I'm so tied down to to what I've been taught. I'm so tied down by all this stuff, these lies and fears that that I've come to believe that I need to be the one to do it all. Sure, I can believe in the Lord and I can trust in him, but he's not going to be the one to get all the groceries for the family. The Lord's not going to be the one to wash my dishes, right? I need to do all this. So then it becomes this lack of faith and this, I think, oversimplification of of what the Lord can actually do in our lives and the separation, and it can get really messy. And then all at the end of the day, I'm just controlling everything. I'm in charge of everything, and it's harder to let the Lord in, but it's like, do we want to spend our whole lives just like fighting with ourselves, or do we want to be like, fighting the good fight, fighting for the Lord, surrendering all this, fighting in a good way, but just like, I don't want to waste my life telling myself, I've got this, you know, it's all under control. Jesus, we're good. Thank you for gifting me with all these, you know, amazing ways that I can get everything done on my own and just pretend that it's all good. Like, I don't, I just, I don't want that. I think, you know, why do we spend time recording these podcast episodes? Like, we're both very busy. There's a lot of stuff we could devote our time to, but I think I think this is important because we need each other. We need people. If you're listening to the podcast, it's like that reminder that that we are here too and we need these relationships and we need these reminders and encouragement and the motivation of like, yeah, we we are the church and we need to be Helping each other and we need to be focusing on the Lord and the big picture of is is God who he says he is? Do we believe that? Does he have this all under control? Does he have a place prepared for us in heaven? Like, yeah. Do you believe that though? Are you living your life that way? I just like I just I want to be done with it, you know? No more self-reliance and the self-protection and all this all this garbage in our life. But I know like we're in our families, and our families are like a mess, and we're at you know our our job and work is just a mess and the world is a mess and the church seems a mess and there's all this stuff but what's important like do we have that big picture and that belief and that conviction and that faith are we giving our yes to the lord and just allowing him into this space
1: yeah is is the lord is the lord greater than the mess that i have made of my life that others have have made of my life uh and the answer the answer is yes but to come to that belief takes vulnerability, it takes courage, it takes boldness to be honest about the mess that we find ourselves in. And the Lord just wants to meet us there. He wants to meet us in the mess because what can the Lord do? What can we do with the mess? Nothing, right? We can do nothing with the mess. But the Lord, the Lord can take the mess and and He can build something beautiful with it. Right, I think of my friend. I think of Ashley's kids and all the Legos they have. Right, it's like there's all these Legos everywhere. But what could they do with it? They could build a giant Empire State Building. They could build a giant tower, and 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 do something so amazingly creative with it that that maybe we couldn't see or imagine ourselves. The Lord, like there's this beautiful invitation from the Lord uh, for us to be honest with Him about the mess, to be honest with Him about the the where we are right now, and. And there are some, I think, some really practical ways that, that we can go forward, right? No matter where you find yourself. I mean, there's some really practical ways that we can go forward. One of them- Tell me. Yeah, I'm happy to tell you. I thank you for asking. Um, no, but but one of them really is just like every morning when you get up, right? Do you, do you give God permission to be the Lord of the day? Like, do you actually give God permission? You say, Jesus, like, today is yours. And you know that I'm going to be a, pay attention to you, I'm not going to pay attention to you at different parts, but I give you the day. And I just ask, Lord Jesus, that, that you really would be the Lord of this day, and that we would carry this day together. Another, another really practical thing is, is when you notice yourself starting to get overwhelmed or starting to become anxious, well, can you take a step back? Can you maybe take five or ten minutes and just simply breathe and just share with Jesus what's going on in your heart? What's happening? Or maybe when you notice yourself scrolling on your phone, I notice this with myself, like, I'll start scrolling on the phone and trying to, just to try to find something to read or just to distract me. And the invitation there is when I notice that is just to be, sit with the Lord and be like, Lord, what is what is it that I'm avoiding? What are, what's bubbling up in my heart? And can I just share that with you? And of course, the Lord wants me to share that with Him. But it's, it's also giving myself that permission to share with Him what's bubbling up there in my heart. Another practical thing I think that's really important is, can we take a step back from all the media that we have a, we're have? we tempted to consume? I know, and I am so guilty of this, but like I know that I just want to know what's going on in the world out of curiosity. Not because I bring it to the Lord in prayer, not because of so many other things, but like I bring it to Him out of curiosity. And so I really am working on taking a step back from reading the news, taking a step back from spending as much time And really letting the Lord be in charge uh, of what's there and and what I experience. Um, Another further practical, right? You have kids, you're at home, there's a lot going on. Breaks are far and few between. One of the invitations I would just offer, and, and maybe Ashley, you could speak to this, but to take the time when you have those little breaks at least one or two of them, just to regroup and reconnect and, and, again, just offer to the Lord the rest of the day or whatever else might be going on. I don't know if you have any thoughts about about just time at home.
0: I think it's impractical to think I need to be in the chapel all day in order to pray. You know, like we know that we can pray while we're doing everything, but you don't want it to turn into just, I'm just plowing through all my work, you know, so how do we make everything a prayer or just be in that prayerful state with the Lord and have that that openness of heart. And I think it's really a lot more simple than, than we like to think sometimes. I think a simple acknowledgement of like Jesus, I'm here or acknowledging like I am in the presence of the Lord as I wash these dishes, as I speak to my kids, like the Lord is here. I, I am here. You know, I, this is, this is what I can give right now. And just these acknowledgements, even like saying it out loud. I think sometimes it's just a good reminder for us to hear of like, Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you these dishes. I give you this laundry. Um, I am here. Like, I'm trying to be attentive, but there's a lot going on, and the phone's ringing, and my kids are screaming, and somebody's, you know, fighting with someone else, and the doorbell just rung, and there's a lot like happening all at once. And it can be really overwhelming to, like, I need to be super present to the Lord right now, and I need to be giving him everything, and I need to be having this constant dialogue. But he knows our hearts, and he knows what what we're experiencing. He knows maybe the stress or the mess that I find myself in. And it's, it's, he's not demanding more of me in that moment, but just that, that simple recognition, that openness, that turning towards him, I think is enough when we find ourselves in, in the busyness in the maybe seemingly mundane, like housework that it can become something very glorifying.
1: And I think just your point of even saying things out loud is so powerful. That's just so powerful, especially like when, when, if you struggle with anxiety. Uh, when I'm traveling, sometimes I'll have anxiety traveling. Okay, most of the time, who am I kidding? And when I'm traveling, I'll be like, okay, Lord, like, I, I am anxious because I was imprudent and I made plans to meet with somebody an hour and a half after our plane lands. And our plane uh, looks like it might be delayed. And so now I'm feeling all these feelings, Lord, and just like just sharing it with him. I haven't done that as much recently, but I used to do that all the time. And it was just bad. But just like talking it out loud with anxiety, it's like, okay, like here's what's going on, here's what I'm experiencing, Lord, and then just creating the space just to breathe again. Another really important thing is just to take time to breathe, even if it's just for a minute, just to take those deep breaths, asking again to be aware of God's presence in this moment, that 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 he is already here, and I am just asking for the grace to be aware of his presence uh, in this moment, in this place.
0: I think with breathing. It just sometimes I find myself, like, maybe super stressed, overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. I get a free 40 minutes to go run out to the Adoration Chapel by myself. And I find myself spending the entire time just trying to, like, kind of calm down, you know, with, like, all the thoughts of the day. Um, just trying to be present. But just to, like, not go into prayer with our own agenda and in our own, like, shoulds of I should be doing better at this. I should be calm down. I should be giving everything to the Lord. I should be having these moments of ecstasy and like have these like judgments on our prayer. I think it's simply just reminding ourselves that we're in the presence of the Lord and he knows where we're at and we can just share that with him. That's a great starting place because everything that we're talking about this episode, it's like, I want to have that conviction and that fire and that boldness and that expectant faith of the Lord to be able just to pray and to believe and to go. But I acknowledge that I don't feel that way a lot. You know, I might be feeling a lot of other things, but those feelings don't necessarily need to diminish my faith, but it's also something I need to acknowledge. And sometimes that's just where my holy hour is, is acknowledging that I'm stressed out because I'm grasping after all this control. So I think it's just sitting in those moments of, of what's coming up, what needs to be shared with the Lord and where do we need to start? Not by overshooting and where's this ideal of where I need to be by the end of the week, but just being with the Lord, being present. I think those are all some you know, really good practical ways to try to... I got one what more else practical you got? way.
1: is just to make sure that we are committed to some time of prayer. I think that's the one of the things that we give up on really easily.
0: Does it have to be five hours a day?
1: <laughs> no, please, please. It has to be something <laughs> that is reasonable for you at this time of your life. But I would encourage 20 minutes at the minimum, like we started in the beginning, just because the amount of time it takes for us to calm down a little bit and just to notice, but then to share that with the Lord. So that's really the last practical thing is to take 20 minutes and and that we're also taking the time to to get to church, to to spend that time with the Lord and dedicate to Him uh, at least once a week as well.
0: Yeah, I just want to, kind of that focal point, I feel like for us this episode has been that are we allowing the Lord to... Into our life, are we allowing him to change us? Do we believe God is who he says he is? Do we believe that it makes a difference that Jesus died? Do we believe it makes a difference that we receive the Eucharist every Sunday? And does that do anything? You know, is that does that mean anything? I think it's just a good opportunity before we just go into our next thing, um, just to take that time with the Lord and and acknowledge maybe where our faith is kind of weak and where we need him to come into those places. Maybe the things that kind of get in the way of that, that we need to surrender. I, I think it's just a good opportunity. I think in general, it's good for us occasionally to have those moments just to take a step back and kind of survey the field and recognize, okay, what's going on? What's good? What what am I struggling with? Like, what am I not sharing with the Lord? What am I just kind of grasping after? And not not to be all in our head and just try to figure it out, but to have a real moment of just, Okay, take a deep breath, take a step back, like, Jesus has already won. He already has something here for me, like, I don't need to be the one to save myself.
1: Amen. Amen. Let's let's conclude with a little prayer, just asking for grace here. Almighty God and Father, we give thanks and praise um, for the very gift of our baptism, that you call us your sons and daughters. And we just ask, Father, for more more grace in our lives, uh, more of the Holy Spirit. Help us to notice your presence and movements throughout the day, and help us to continue to live practically uh, this, this life of faith. Grant us the courage that we need to set aside time for you, as well as the courage that we need to, to continue to choose you in all things. Uh, Mother Mary, St. Joseph, all the saints, we entrust this time to you, and may God bless you all. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. You can also follow our Facebook page, Rooted in the Really Real Podcast, and Ashley Pultorik on Instagram for episode information and more. God bless.